Well, we solved the riddle, Paul Throat. What's that? How is Microsoft going to pay for all of these AI features on Windows? They're not. You're going to pay for it, Brad. Yep. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, that's fair, though, right? I mean, we, we all sat, saw it coming. So Microsoft yesterday, which somebody broke the embargo, and so it really went out at a weird time. Yeah. They announced Copilot Pro, which is a $20 a month subscription for your Microsoft account, I guess, that unlocks uh, Copilot. Uh, well, uh, so actually, sorry, sorry yep. to interrupt. It's for personal uh, Microsoft 365 accounts. There you go. So you yes. actually have to pay for that as well. Right? Oh, fantastic. Even a, better. Yeah. Even better. Um, and it's 20, 20 bones a month on top of your current subscription. Yep. Of Office 365. Per, per user, by the way. There's per, no yes. family discount. There is a, yep. Did you see? I think they even have a family pack, but it's just five times the cost. It's like just five times 20. <laughs> they, so oh, sure, boy. why not? Hey, you know how you were paying 100 bucks a year for something? How do you feel about paying 100 bucks a month for it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so it kind of gives you just stuff, uh, glossing over that lightly. So there's, some, uh, there's something interesting going on here, but we, we can get to that. <clears throat> is there? No, there is. Well, you can't just leave us hanging. Okay, sorry. So you get um, additional capabilities with the image uh, creation capability, which mm -hmm. used to be called Bing Image Creator, right? Which, which by the way, more... I don't want to get off a tangent. Don't want to mm -hmm. get off a tangent, but we're going to do it anyways. Yep. You know, kind of feels like Bing, like they're like, you know what? We're going to try this thing with Bing. Let's see if we can make Bing a thing. And they pulled back on that real hard and real aggressive because very clearly yeah. they learned... No, I that's this is a major it. part of the, you know, in the sense that AI was the story of 2023 mm -hmm. and Microsoft was the story of AI in 2023. Um, part of that story is how quickly they scaled back on the branding mistakes they made early on. I, they did it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, but de-emphasizing Bing and then, you know, basically shoving it aside. Smart. Because uh, Bing is a, is, is a broken brand. Uh, but they also did it with their consolidation of the Copilot stuff because... I had, after that September event, I had written something where I said, there's this foundational layer that is basically Microsoft Copilot, but they, mm -hmm. but it's also present in these other things. And Mary Jo contacted me. She said, where did you see this? Because I can't find that anywhere. And I said, they said it. And um, we found the part in the talk where they, they actually said that. But they weren't calling them all the same thing. So in November, they just said, look, this is the same thing. And the idea is that developers are going to write plugins or whatever that run on top of this thing and it will work in all those places where copilot is so they really got that right microsoft in the past would have run with this for years and years um and just had this broken kind of weirdly fragmented branding mm -hmm. thing and i think it's one of the smartest things they did it was just saying look we screwed up let's just fix it you know yeah anyways you're saying something about oh yeah so yeah. Um, additional capabilities for the image creation stuff, um, which includes more like boosts or whatever, which is like the iterations you can make, um, peak time access, et cetera, et cetera. That's true of Copilot in general. Um, but then the big one, the one that I was sort of alluding to is that like chat GPT, they're going to allow you to build their, your own and they're calling them GPTs, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, for Microsoft Copilot and, um, there's going to be a whole world of third party add-ins, like I said, so you're going to be able to pull and you know, build your own little custom things. These are like, you know, like, uh, you know, Gary, uh, uh, and, uh, he was working on the Microsoft, or actually in the beginning, I think they were called Cortana bots. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. these, these are essentially 
they're in the same space, if not exactly the same thing. But um, the one thing that's a couple of things have become obvious about AI very quickly. It's a, it's a fog of war moment. But one is that AI is good at some things and not so good at other things, right? Mm-hmm. So AI right now is really good at summarizing. You know, it's kind yes. of a neat thing. So when you look at online reviews or whatever, like it's kind of a good thing for that. It's um, assuming that underlay mm-hmm. data is any good. Um, it's good for, you know, you're reading a, a really lengthy article, a document. It's like, hey, here's five bullet points. This is mm-hmm. what's really going on here. It's, that's good. Um, AI goes off the rails when you almost feed it too much data because it has too much to cherry pick from. It can't really, it, it mm-hmm. makes it harder to find facts. So I think one of the great use cases of AI, and it's going to be really interesting to see what comes out of this, is these limited in, limited data sets or uh, models or whatever, right? Like uh, one thing Leo at Windows Weekly or Twit is working on is he he's really into list programming, which is a really esoteric topic, but he's fed uh, a model just textbooks about Lisp. And like that's a really good finite data set. It's smart. Yep. Um and I, I've made the case in the past that when you look at what Microsoft is doing with the Microsoft Craft and businesses, that there's a consumer analog to this, mm-hmm. that we all have our own data, right? We have our email and calendar. We have uh, documents, other files of all kinds, obviously uh, videos and mm-hmm. uh, photos, and that there's something to be – there's almost like a mini Microsoft Graph, like a small language model version of the Microsoft Graph for consumers and I think this is one of those things we're going to be able to do ourselves. I mean, Microsoft will just supply this eventually, but um, we're going to be able to build our own little, whatever that means. So it's kind of a weird, we're in a weird yeah. world of new terminology here. Um, build our own GPTs. So there's a lot There's a lot to what you just described. Yeah. Because there's, there's a couple things, and people are going to get a little squee- squeamy about this. Because okay. first off, to... I, I totally see what you mean because like you as a human have a ton of text related to it. you have emails, you have calendars, you have text messages, Dude, you have chat, teams chat, you have Skype. photos. It's a nightmare. You have photos, all that stuff. You have all yeah. that data. You have the Paul Throt graph, if, if you're using <laughs> Microsoft terminology, correct? Yep. So two things need to happen for that to be effective. One, you have to be real comfortable with Microsoft like, mm-hmm. like putting its tentacles well, through your entire life. The, the okay. second part of that, which is related to the first part, you have to be inside of Microsoft. So if you have email and Outlook and right. in Gmail, we already know the answer to this. Like, eh, yeah. they're not going to be able to touch the Gmail. Well, this and the, this goes back to the strategy thing we talked yep. about back in, um, I don't know, October, November timeframe. Like, why is Microsoft pushing that co-pilot feature in Windows 11 and now Windows mm-hmm. 10 so aggressively, right? And uh, it was, I heard this, I think it was from two different people, I can remember one of them, uh, that this, it's because of this AI strategy that they need to get that in front of as many people as possible because otherwise AI and Windows will be semi-pointless. Like right. you have to have, you know, if you have your data in OneDrive, which is why they're pushing OneDrive so aggressively, if you have your email in Outlook, which is why they push that thing so aggressively, it's not even ready, it's like out in the world, right? Um that's the only way this is going to work effectively. And and people maybe will be so wild by this. They're going to be like, okay, like I can tell you 20 bucks a month though. Not going to get a lot of takers at that level. Um, so hopefully uh, this comes, this, uh, I, sorry, I have so many, I should mm-hmm. probably just write this up, but like, I have so many thoughts about this, but like one of the, one of the interesting things here is that um, they've gone live with this now. Like, oh, yeah. you know, in November, when uh, only the biggest companies in the world and only those who opted in and only those who signed up for 300 or more seats could even access this stuff, it was like, well, 
you know, we don't really have a big data set to work on here with regards to how many customers, yada, yada, yada. Well, we're going to have one now because people are either going to use this or mm-hmm. they're not. And um, I don't know. I mean, I, it, it, there's, a, there's a weird numbers thing here where back in the day, Microsoft had a billion to 1.5 billion people who were customers of Office, meaning they had bought it at one point or gotten it with a new t- PC and they kept using it, whatever. Um, when you look at Microsoft 365, you know, um, commercial side, consumer side, the numbers are much smaller, mm-hmm. but in some ways, it, it, you know, I don't know where to draw the line. Like when does it become more lucrative at what number of hundred million users across both does Microsoft 365 kind of break that threshold of how well office was doing, you know, financially over some period of time. Um, this is going to be like that again, except on an even smaller scale, right? So there's going to be maybe at first some small single digit millions of users, you know, eventually tens of millions, but they're, you know, they're paying so much more per month, you know, yep. just looking at the consumer side, mm-hmm. 69 bucks a year for one mm-hmm. person, hundred bucks. I think it's a hundred bucks or 120 bucks a year for a family, which is six people. Mm-hmm. And now you're talking 20 bucks a month, a mm-hmm. month per mm-hmm. person. That's an ex not exponential literally, but it's, it's a dramatically, higher charge. And I, I don't know that there is a, we're going to find out. That's the thing. Like the, there's the, the put up and shut up moment of 2024 when it comes to AI is ha- it's like, it's like two weeks into January. Like I don't think anyone would have complained or thought anything of it if they had done this over some period of time. They're doing yeah. it very aggressively and yeah, it could, they could fall in their face. They, uh, they view real, this as a must win scenario. Yeah. I, well, I, I I'm just saying that there is no sense of, what if I pay for a year and I save some money, <laughs> right? Yeah. There's no sense of, um, I have a family subscription. Uh, you, uh, how can how can I not get this at some reduced cost? You mm-hmm. know, like they're they're in in one sense they're being aggressive, but on pricing it's like oh, they're gonna they're gonna run into some headwinds here. We're, they're they're doing this in the middle or like at the conclusion of a year. Mm-hmm. in which everyone bitched and moaned about the cost of subscription services going up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, Microsoft, but I mean, for people like consumers, I think Netflix might be a little more important than, uh, hey, Word works 2% better or whatever the, you know, however that works out. And the problem for Microsoft is that Copilot is infinitely more expensive to run than, say, yes. Netflix. Oh, yeah. No, it's a it's a hard computer science problem, as we say in this space. Um Literally, in this yep. case. Um, well, yeah. see, I, I do think that right now they're coming out with that early adopter high price. They know that the average mm-hmm. person probably is not going to be paying for this. No. However, over time, just like everything else, the price, in theory, should compress a bit. Oh, yes. And that's, I'm sorry. I should be taking notes here, Brad. There's so much to the story. Yeah, really the other is. bit is, um, I, I'm going to test this and find out, but I, I can tell you with a certain degree of certainty <laughs> that... Mm-hmm. Uh, None of this stuff uses an MPU. <laughs> so, oh God! Yeah. So well, one of the one of the big you were saying you have to trust Microsoft and all that kind of stuff. I mean, eventually the goal here is this should work on a combination of local and remote data and multiple sources, right? Mm-hmm. You could have email and Gmail, email and Outlook. You know, like you said. Um, but you know, ideally there would be some MPU involved on the client side that would lessen the load, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously. There's going to be, you know, <laughs> we're going to go back to the days of like um, live mesh and Windows Live Sync and all that stuff because I think there's going to be a, I, I don't know what how to how they're going to 
describe this, but there's going to be some notion of if you can bring some of your data down locally so that we can work on it there, things will be better for you and for Microsoft, right? And I don't know what that world looks like, but it's it's a weird it's a weird problem. You know, Paul Thread, and it's are very you saying specific. that 2024 is the year of the PST file? <laughs> it's the year They're coming the back, baby. Multiple sync clients. Um, Exchange on-prem. Where's Riazi when we need him, you know? Yeah. There's going to yeah. be a song there somewhere. Um, this is, it's a mess. This is, um, this is a mess. I, I, you know, if you just look, like, look at what, so back in, uh, yeah, very late December, Microsoft silently released Copilot clients on iOS and Android. And everyone was like, why, why aren't they even talking about this, right? It was, it's because of this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure on mobile there's like a lead time thing with the store and they don't really have any control. And I'm sure Apple and Google like, screw you, we're just going to put the stuff out when we want to, not when you want. And um, they come up with this announcement yesterday, which I think, like you said, I, I, I think was inspired by a leak. <laughs> Basically, I'm not sure they were ready exactly, but it was going to happen any second, right? Where they announced like a crazy amount of stuff, right? So they announced those two apps. They announced that, which, you know, we've been using for three, four weeks, whatever. They announced that they're adding Copilot to the Microsoft 365 mobile app, right, for the people that want to use the integrated experience. Mm -hmm. They announced that the Copilot for Microsoft 365 commercial is now available to businesses of all sizes, including small businesses, right? Um, I think it supports basic and standard accounts, which are the cheapest too, right? Uh, E3, E5 is on board now. There's no 300 uh, license, you know, uh, threshold to meet. Um, and then they announced this Copilot Pro, which is like a vague, you know, if you look at the description of it, this is like for power users and, you know, and it's like, who, are, what is this audience? Like, I don't not really, yeah. I, I feel like this is the first salvo and yeah, price reductions, but also... I don't know, a tier of Microsoft 365 for consumers that kind of has this, but you can save some money because right now this is, and, and you know, uh, the three, four features that it has, so to speak, are buckets of features. Um, one of them, the cheap, the custom GPT thing is not available. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. I mean. And then the other big question, which mm -hmm. we know will come in some capacity, I would bet a significant number of dollars on this over the long haul. Yeah. is which Windows AI features will be locked behind this pro experience. Yeah, that right. That's right. Yep. Right. Yeah, Microsoft 365, if you if you think about this thing, and this is true in commercial and consumer, with the, with the exception of the enterprise SKU that you get on commercial, right, which we don't get on the consumer side, um, Windows has been kind of the weak partner here or the mm -hmm. weak part of it, if you will. Not that there's anything inherently wrong with Windows per se, but... Rather that there's nothing, um, let me think, I'm just, uh, well, I mean, you get more OneDrive storage, but I mean, like you don't get like Windows features like through the subscription like you do on the office side. And uh, I think you're right. I think this is going to be the year where we've, we finally see that. And this will be the sneaky way and maybe the only way mm -hmm. where Microsoft finally gets to a, a kind of what we could call a Windows subscription, right? Which is something people have uh, feared and <laughs> predicted for years and years, yep. but they can't. They can't. You know, people think of Windows as being free, but what about we're going to tear off? I mean, they already have SKUs, Brad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Maybe they need one Windows SKU now, and they'll, the tiers are you're paying a subscription to get the Pro features or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you know, Pro features could yeah. include such things that we're already aware of: backup, right? 
You can mm-hmm. get additional backup storage. Yes, you sir. get AI functionality. And then yep. I'm sure they could dabble in some other useless things that whatever to try to fill out the skew. List. Dabble is a good word. I feel like dabble is the type of thing you do with such things as like witchcraft. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, imagine, I Paul, imagine how expensive this would get if they tried to do this. So they give you the AI stuff, which would mean a minimum floor of like 20 bucks. Let's say you get a bundle discount. So it's down to 15 and then they toss in game pass and then they toss in like a Microsoft 365 sub. Like you're going to be talking like 50 bucks a month. Well, yeah, except like that's not going to, no one's going to pay that. The thing is 20 bucks a month. If you 20 bucks a month is like that Uber subscription we used to talk about. And they actually kind of had for a little while. Remember those uh, things you could buy around Christmas time? They're like a bundle of the services, like mm-hmm. back when they had Groove and yeah. Xbox Music or whatever. But um, I, yeah, Microsoft 365 as we know it today on the consumer side, which brings the storage in the apps, right? Um, Xbox Game Pass plus this for 20 bucks a month. Actually, you could I, I'd have to do the math and think about that a little bit, but. Yeah, because honestly, tw- Xbox yeah, twenty Game bucks Pass, a month for that. Sure, there's no that way they're going to sell. But that's for that. not what it is, right? So it's more like it's closer to thirty. Yeah, it's closer to fifty bucks. A month. It's actually it's probably over fifty. No, it's close to fifty. It's about fifty bucks a month. And I'm sorry, but like that's <laughs> that's when people are like, you know what? There were free office suites. I think it's uh, mm-hmm. you know that's that's silly. I think Office just becomes the low hanging fruit, and it's like, hey, that's free because it costs them relatively nothing. Compared to like yeah. the AI and the Xbox Game Pass and the storage. Well, I want to see where this stuff. I'm gonna. I, I I actually signed up for this this morning, by the way. Um, and because obviously I need to write about this. Um, but I. I'm curious to see where these things pop up. Right. I mm-hmm. assume, and maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> actually, I shouldn't. That this will be in the desktop apps, but I bet a lot of it's only in the web apps too. I'm gonna. This is something I don't. Actually, I just don't know. So I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna go look this up. The only thing I care about is how it compares to, uh, like virgin chat gpt whatever you want to call it like the the, the original because well, i do pay for that and i use it all the time so i'm like actually a target customer for this however yeah like my use cases are very specific i use it for a lot of python so if it's not great with python then whatever it's out uh it well, should be, okay. it I mean, should you'll, be you'll, yeah you'll need I, that i don't know but i mean th- there's going to be a whole this is the same conversation we always have with anything that's kind of business related but i, I realize this is not just business but you know, do you pull in like Slack and Notion and Google Workspace and kind of build your own little thing? Or do you just give Microsoft all the money and use whatever they mm-hmm. have, right? And so they're kind of doing that game again, um, which, you know, no problem there. I mean, that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, for specific use cases, there are going to be things that are probably better. Or here's one, I mean, for most people, right? Um, I can I can use uh, ChatGPT4 or whatever it's called, Dali 3 or 4, whatever it is image creation capabilities for free. <laughs> so yeah. I I have to wait well, for non-peak for free, hours, I guess, or it's going to be a little now. slower. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Unless it gets worse. I Unless, I, I bet they hard gate that eventually. It's like you get three a week or three a month. Or or I, they could do it. They could tear it up perfectly. And I mean, tear it up, not tear it up. Um, by, you get chat GPT for three now, <laughs> you know, or yeah. whatever. Uh, or four, and then we get the turbo stuff and whatever oh, yeah. on the on the page. You know, all there's all the kinds economic of levers are right in front of us, 
And Microsoft's yeah. just trying to figure out like, okay, we'll give them the 20 bucks. They get everything. And then it's like, well, how do you drive up demand? Well, you get them addicted to the free version. They can create whatever Dolly 2 images, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right, you create and cartoons. it's like, wow, I want something better. So you give them like two per month or something. So they can at least, right? It's, you can I, see how they, uh, they dribble sure. this along. I think a lot of people are not going to find a compelling reason to do this. I, I, I just tend to agree with you. This is the only, and this is what I mean. Like, this is where I think Microsoft could fall flat. There are going to be people who really need it and use it and know how to use it, and they're going to do great with it. But I think most people are going to look at the price and say, like, I am getting along fine without this. Um, I'm fine. I don't need it, you know. Yeah. So we'll one see. of the things I've come to the realization with a lot of this AI stuff is if you're using it for search, like, it's completely valueless. It, it has value, but there's not yeah. enough value to pay. It only no, it's... it has true value when it's creating something for you, such as an mm -hmm. image, such as a Python script, such as writing text. Like that is the only place that it adds value worth paying for. And if you're not right. in that scenario, then it's you're not going to pay. <laughs> you know, it just occurred to me. I, I I spent much of the past I'm going to call it a month and a half now. I don't remember the exact time frame, but you know, really struggling with some of the security topics that I've been writing about. And I now wonder, is this something? Could AI have helped me? say like, look, I've got these seven different versions of this document. I can't seem to come up with a clear way to communicate this. Could I feed this thing in and have it spit out something that made sense? I actually have no idea, but uh, I'm so trying to the answer think is yes and no. Yeah. From my, from my experience of doing very similar things, because we like, I've used it for that scenario is right. it'll get you close. You couldn't well, give it. I mean, you, close was better than not there yeah. at all. I mean, I, I mean, I eventually got there, but, um, that's I've never struggled. Well, I, I, in the past, I've given up. I, I, I compare this to things like uh, Azure when it first came out or quantum computing, which was one of my funniest professional moments, um, where I was like, I, I just don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't think that I'm an idiot, but I don't understand this topic at all. and I can't write about it in any way that's meaningful. Um, but it didn't matter because these things are enough to the side of what I do that it's like, who cares? This one, uh, I kind of actually, uh, security, I should say. I kind of have to get right, <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, and um, I couldn't just ignore it. So I actually just sat there and, and then I got to see how stupid I really was because I got to struggle with it for weeks. And um, that was not a good experience. But I getting closer with AI, maybe this is something that's this, you know, there's some value there. 20 bucks a month. Uh, I don't know. Mm.